Wow, what a difference. The Talkbuster Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Chipman. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Chipman Brothers Tangent and Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. I'm here to bring you back to the late 90s, early 2000s. A time of AMRAs and clamshells. A time of late fees and VHS tapes being replaced by DVDs. A time of stale gumballs and overpriced candy. Yes, that's right. I am talking about the time of Blockbuster Video. The Walmart of the video rental industry. The mom and pop video store killer. The corporate big choice video store that everybody loved to hate. Kids today will never know the crazy Friday and Saturday nights with lines wrapped around the store to rent the next big movie. No more will regulars, who are in the know, arrive at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays to snatch up the new rentals that week before the weekend rush. Most of all, no longer will young movie geeks like myself have the memories I, and many others like me, made while working there. You see, under all of the corporate evil and bad practices, Blockbuster was a home, a comfort, a place where I made lifelong friends and even met my wife. It is because of these memories that I, and I'm sure many of you, have that the Talkbuster podcast was created, a place for me and others to share our memories of what once was, of the before time, of the long, long ago. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, how it evolves. Join me, won't you? Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Talkbuster podcast. This is um what I'm calling the third special edition episode. And the reason I'm calling these special editions is because the entirety of this show up to this point has been me talking about something that didn't exist anymore. It's about me talking with people from the video industry, from working at Blockbuster, from back when I used to work there. And um, I didn't think it was fair to have a continued Talkbuster podcast numbered episode when I'm talking to a specific store, the uh, Blockbuster Video in Bend, Oregon, that actually still exists. So I've decided, you know, kind of like a DVD special edition, that this is a special edition of the podcast, this last little bit of an industry that we've been kind of giving like a, like a rest in peace to um, on this podcast that still exists. So I have a very special, um, and I hope to keep having um, people from the store and, and these guys back um, from time to time just to give the world an update on how they're doing. But tonight I have um, Ryan Harding who is uh, Sandy Harding's son, who is the general manager of the Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. And Ryan, um, I believe you're the assistant store manager. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm the assistant store manager, and then I also run the Instagram. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, uh, cool. So subscribe to the Instagram, everybody, and that's Ryan. So, Ryan, yeah. introduce yourself. So, tell everybody about yourself, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like you said, I am Ryan Harding, and I... I'm Sandy's youngest son, and I am the third son who has been a uh, manager or assistant manager. Um, my, both my brothers were both assistant and managers. Um, one of them at the same store and one in Redmond, which was also owned by us. But uh, anyways, yeah, so I do that. And then I also am a freelance videographer slash uh, like I said, I run the Instagram, so I do some photography and then I do that on the side as well. And then, yeah, I, uh, love to travel and everything. And that's, that's basically me. That's cool. I, uh, um, not as up to date on the more current technology, but I don't know if you've been by my YouTube channel, but I've started finding a lot of my older movies and stop motion animations and stuff I've made. Cause 
out of my group of friends that used to all make stuff together, I was the videographer. So um, I just need to get, you know, more used to doing things on cell phones and stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's how it's that's how it's moved to, I guess. Is yeah, ex- all, exactly. Yeah, it's all on the cell phone. So you're uh, you're 18, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I just turned I turned 18 last November. So you were born in 2000? Yep. So you you've been alive since the year I started working at Blockbuster. <laughs> which is the year your mom started working, if I'm not mistaken. She yeah, told me. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of wild. So here here I am. I I lived through, you know, the kind of di- uh, the rise and then dying out and you've kind of just existed only kind of get your own little like thing there, right? Like you're up in Oregon and you you're surrounded by blockbusters that are doing well. Yeah. Um right? Cuz cuz um what is it? I forget their names. Is it Ken? Mm-hmm. Who 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 are the name of the two people that own the store? It's Ken and Debbie Tisher. Ken Ken and Debbie Tisher. Mm-hmm. And they they had like five of them, right? Yeah, at one point they did have five stores, yeah. That's really cool. So, you know, you're you're over there in a corner of the country that, you know, that I mean, what what what's it like um what's it like, you know, kind of growing up in a house with, you know, your mom, you know, working at a place. I mean, you know, be, talk about, you know, when Blockbuster was at like its peak cuz she was there during that. And then yeah. kind of after 2010 and everything when it started kind of disappearing everywhere. What what was that whole living through all that like um so it was cool you know it's always nice being able to have uh the newest and the best movies every single week of your life growing up so never had to worry about you know free rentals or anything like that because she always had them so uh that was nice and then also i don't know it was cool she would always pretty much be involved at blockbuster even back in the day when i was really conscious of that when i was about like i don't know five and up and um she would used to have me come and you know work there and help out and help put movies away sometimes when i was you know younger just because i would be excited to even be a part of anything and it was fun so i've always kind of been involved and i've always loved blockbuster so it's really nice to be able to actually be such a have such a big role in it now so it's always kind of been such a big deal in my life and such a big part of it. So, you know, to continue to be able to have that, it's, it's kind of what's kept me there for so long because I've been working there for five years now. So, or it'll be five years in November. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've always had those thoughts of going out and getting a different job, which I've, I've had plenty of other jobs on the side and stuff that I've um, done, but I've pretty much always stayed you know, loyal to Blockbuster because it's uh, it's always been a big deal in my life, even before it was the last anything. And that was only the last year or so. So um, now it's even more of a reason to stay and work there. But it's always been something that I've never wanted to let go of. That's awesome. Um, and I've, I've always kind of felt that way. As you can probably tell, I don't know if you've listened to any of the show prior to you guys being on, but, you know, it I can't I always kind of sit back and think it's kind of silly, you know, and people kind of that don't, you know, that aren't from my group of friends and didn't work. They're always kind of go, man, you guys talk about Blockbuster a lot. And <laughs> it's just, you know, it it's one of those things where I didn't even realize we were doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it, it was just always part of what we talked about, you know, and every story we have of a cool movie that came out in the movie theater, you know, 
we were all at Blockbuster together, you know, reading like the entertainment weeklies and everything coming in and, you know, going like, oh, man, I can't wait for that to come out. And we'd go as a store or as, you know, like a few of us would go, you know, and so that became it wasn't like a job as much as it was like, this is where we go to hang out. You know what I mean? And get and get information on top of, you know, it, it also was our job. So it's it was really interesting. And, you know, um, I I came into it from your side. I started working there very young. So I was like 16, 17 years old when I started. And, um, you know, everyone I was working with was in their mid 20s to early 30s. So mm. before the store disappeared, like this was, you know, their retail career. You know, so I, w- I was in a very different place, but we all still kind of share, you know, that same thing of, you know, yeah, it didn't it didn't really matter how little they were paying. Us, and it didn't really matter how, you know, you probably didn't you didn't have this problem, but we, we had corporate corporate was kind of awful, you know, and the things yeah. they tried to make the store do. But that never tarnished the store for me. You know, like I can look at a Blockbuster logo and it, it brings me joy. Instead of, you know, looking at a Blockbuster logo and thinking of, you know, some kind of evil company that, you know, kicked everyone else off and was there. So it, it, it's interesting. And, you know, thinking about you, you know, being young and seeing your mom work there, um, my dad, who's who's no longer with us, um, he worked at the Daily Evening Item in Massachusetts, which when I was a kid, you know, the um, newspaper business was booming, you know. And so my dad being the general manager of the newspaper, you know, a newspaper that, you know, um, worked in line with the Boston Globe and the Boston Herald and places like that. It's like, oh, man. And it's right in the city I grew up in. It's a family owned business like that brought me a lot of joy. So when I was a kid, it's like that fascinated me because he'd bring us in because the papers get printed overnight. You know, yeah. so he'd bring me in when they were getting printed and we could go in and look at the press. And, you know, I can just see that same kind of thing where, you know, you get to come into this video store before, you know, before you're old enough to work there. And it, it, there's, there's something special about like where your parent works, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of look up to it, especially when it's something that becomes like part of the conversation in your household. You know, I had never really thought about that till right now, you know, the thing with my dad and that, but it's like, you know, um, you don't get too many people, you know, in your age group that, you know, have had that experience. With, with this type of with this type of place you yeah know? no that's that's for real because i mean growing up when i was a kid i would always be like yeah my mom's the general manager at blockbuster and i would always kind of like be really proud of that and make sure that i would you know i wasn't trying to be cocky or anything but i would like tell people that at school and stuff because like it was an interesting thing that was happening in my life and i would always come to work with like a blockbuster shirt on because when i would go and help my mom put away movies like she would have me wear a shirt just because i mean what kid wouldn't want to you know be like a rec- like a completely um i don't know just like an employee but that's that's something that i would do i would go to school with a shirt on and sometimes even like a name tag because i thought it was so cool so, of course yeah of course you know wh- why wouldn't you right and that's yeah. that's such a cool thing uh, you know, especially to hear it and, and like, you know, not to go on an aside, but it's, it's really good to talk to you. You know, I, I was thinking, you know, God, I I'm 35 and don't think of that. I don't think of my age. You know, I still think like I'm that 17, 18, 19 year old kid, you know, working at Blockbuster when I do this show. So I feel like even though, you know, I'm 
twice your age or whatever. What screw that, whatever. But you know, um, we can connect, you know, over this just the same way as you know, with your mother who's a little bit older than, you know, not much but a little bit. I was able to connect with her, and I'd never spoken with her before. Yeah, you know, and and it's it's great that we have this thing that can connect us, even mm. though we've never crossed paths. And we live on a completely different side of the country um, and that you still have it and that you recognize even like with that big age gap, you recognize how special it kind of is, you know, yeah. that that going into a place and walking through. I mean, I saw some of the uh, some of the news broadcasts, the little puff pieces they did with you guys. And people talked about, you know, here's a parent talking to their kid Well, on a Friday night. Me and your mom would go and on a date and we rent a movie and order a pizza and that's what we did we came to blockbuster and it's like yeah i remember doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. so that's that's really cool but, but you still got that mm-hmm. um so that's cool um so I completely yeah go go so, so i was gonna say so you know what's um what's your favorite thing that's happened in your time working there and if you have more than one go for it but you know, either something that happened in the store or something that happened in your life that had something to do with the company, you know, or, you know, something, something related to it. Like what, what do you got? Um, well, actually, uh, there's a few different things. I mean, as a younger kid, uh, one thing that I really stuck out was, uh, I don't know, it's nothing really that was like anything good for the store, but it was something that I did that I was really proud of. But, uh, one time, I was like biking down the street and me and my friend noticed there were some like blockbuster movies on the side of the road and they were completely like broken and they were rental copies clearly. And I knew that cause I would seen them so many times and they were the classic white logo or I mean white case with, you know, the blockbuster logo with the label on them and everything. So yep. I was like, that needs to go back to the store. That's not a purchased movie. I was like, why would somebody just toss that on the side of the street? So I uh, looked into it a little bit and then I brought them home to show my mom and she took them to the store and found that they were movies that were still supposed to be on the shelf and that it were stolen. So she had gone through and found the people on the tape and eventually it led to me basically finding the people that had rented movies that they didn't know about. So um, they got pretty much, they were arrested and, and uh, we got our movies back basically, but I don't know. It was something that I thought was pretty cool because I was able to, you know, identify the fact that they were blockbuster rentals instead of, you know, PRPs. Um, and I don't know, do something good for the store. And then another thing that I recently have have been really like uh, proud of and I don't know, loved about the whole experience is being able to run this Instagram and everything because I don't know, this videographer photography thing is something that I've been super passionate about for the last couple of years of my life. So um, to be able to actually be able to apply it somewhere where I can be able to show how much I love like the store and also be able to represent the store. And it takes me plenty of places and it's like a place where I can go and actually do what I love and do what I also love on the side, which is filming and taking pictures. So it's a win-win, and it's, I don't know, it's the best thing that I've been able to do for myself and the store combined yet, so. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I, I got, I'm going to have to start following the Instagram because I didn't even know it existed. 
Um, I know Sandy was sharing me pictures from it, you know, of like the photos of the stuff for sale and everything. That's, that's really cool. So what, what kind of things, you know, I'm not on there yet, but you know, to push people towards it, what are you doing with the Instagram? Um, so for a while it was something like I wasn't taken too seriously cause I was really trying to focus on my own work and, uh, it wasn't really anything that was a big priority, but that was, it was basically started when, uh, we became the last in America and we were getting tons of news coverage. So I came to them with the idea and I said, um, social media is such a huge aspect of, I mean, the world. So, uh, mostly when I started it, it was like few pictures of the inside of the store and this was before I had the camera I have now so um, the quality difference from the first few pictures and the pictures now you can kind of tell but um, I was mostly starting off with taking pictures of just the store and the stuff we had for sale and at the time we really only had like t-shirts and some stickers and stuff and we've definitely upgraded now but um, there's a ton of pictures of what we have for sale and what we offer uh, like for merchandise wise, but I also have taken pictures of uh, stuff like outside of the store that we've come across. Like um, there's a few cool rocks that people bring in. There's a thing called the um, Bend Rock Exchange. And then there's also like the Northwest Rock Exchange and the Seattle, Washington Rock Exchange. So people basically paint rocks and then place them in cool picture or places and then take pictures of them, post them to their website, and then they keep or rehide the rock. So they basically will do like a blockbuster themed one. So we've had like Captain Marvel, we've had ones for Stranger Things, and we've had one for just Blockbuster Bend and stuff. So there's a few pictures of that kind of stuff. And then also there's uh pictures from when I went to London just not too long ago for Blockbuster. So there's just a whole bunch of different stuff on there. That's awesome. Now, do they do like, um, do they hide them and do like a geocache kind of thing? Yeah, or is it? that's exactly what it is, basically. But um, it's not, they're not like marked on any app like geocache is, but we're actually, I was thinking about getting involved with that and uh, trying to go and get a geobox set in our store. So. I was thinking putting it inside of like a DVD case. That would be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. That That's actually a great idea. Yeah. Have it float around the store. Yeah. No, I was thinking just like a case that you could like open and it would clearly be like, because we have some cases for like employee picks and stuff. So we illustrate those cases and we have those like in various places in the store because it oh, has. So, so-, you, so you illustrate your own employee favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, is, cool. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Cause we, we had them for a bit and then corporate made us stop because damn you individuality. Um, right. But uh, what, what, um, for example, what, what are your employee favorites? Um, so, uh, I actually used to have four because there, uh, used to be two Ryan's working at the store. And then when the other Ryan left, he, um, well actually, so I started working and then I took a break to go work in a different location. So he took my employee picks case that I had. And then when I came back, I realized he took mine. So I illustrated my own other case. And then when he left that, therefore I had two employee picks sections. Um, so I have right now, I have boondock saints, uh, training day. 
I have Hustle and Flow, and uh, what's the other one I have on there? I think it's uh, I think it's Fight Club. Nice. Yes. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. No, um. So did did you too. know that uh, that Boondock Saints was a blockbuster exclusive when it first came out? I didn't know that. That's how that's ironic a- is that? Yeah. Yeah. So so it was it was a Canadian production. And they filmed most of it in Toronto. And then, obviously, the exterior shots that are supposed to be in Boston, they filmed in Boston. And we had two copies at our store. And we're we're a Boston suburb, right? Just Uh north of Boston. So we could not keep those damn things in the store. And getting another copy was really hard because, you know, every blockbuster got like two of them or something like that. And it was before it became a big deal. So that's so cool. That you didn't, you know, because I'm sure yeah. yours doesn't, isn't the old Blockbuster exclusive box, because that was when it was on VHS. You know? Yeah, <laughs> there's a ton of uh, DVDs around the store that have the old Blockbuster exclusive uh, cases, or the inserts at least, um, that like it clearly tells. And like, I think those are so cool. Like when I get to see the people checking them out, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of a, a rare piece because we have. It's a relic. That- yeah, because we have to buy copies of movies all the time. And when we buy them now, I mean, they won't say that. So, I mean, to keep those in circuit and like have people not keep those copies, for instance, I mean, that's pretty cool because there are a few of them. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. There's a few John Cusack ones. There's yep. a few. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. I, if If we had one at the store with boondock saints i would definitely uh probably take that <laughs> it's it's a great movie i love boondock saints oh it is it's so it's so good but um i constantly switch them out uh actually sorry one of them is alpha dog right now i don't know if you've ever seen alpha oh yeah no alpha dog was great that was um who was in that justin um, timberlake anton justin timberlake yes foster yeah. Yeah, that movie was fantastic. That was a lot better than um than I had given it credit for because it was like, oh, everyone's saying this is good. I'm gonna check it out. And it was a it was an intense little movie. It is. It's actually one of my favorite movies. It's definitely in my top three. Have you ever seen Brick? Um I haven't seen that, but it look it sounds familiar, like I've seen the cover. I have a feeling like you'd really you'd really dig Brick after uh, so Brick is the guy that made the Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Um, this was like his second movie, I think, and it's got um Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. The uh, I don't know if you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but he's yeah. the he's in Inception yeah. and a bunch of other stuff, and um he uh the cool thing about the movie is it's kind of like in the genre of like alpha dog and movies like that, where it's a, you know, young kids, like gangster kind of movie in a high school. But instead of like, they have it set nowadays, but they all talk like they're in an old, like 1940s film noir. Hmm. So it's like an old, they talk like they're in an old gumshoe movie, but they're all dressed like kids now. So it's like, you know, like, like the like you know the like um like drug dealer kid you know down the street is you know dressed up you know like you, you know like uh like Fred Durst you know or whatever yeah. but uh 
you know, he's talking like he's like a gangster in like a Dick Tracy movie. It's really weird. Like it throws you off for sure. And it works surprisingly well. It's a mystery movie. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah. The, the, it just after hearing your so so what are some of the other favorites you've had? This is intriguing me now. Um, well, geez, so the last few that I've uh gone through were um Place Beyond the Pines was was on there recently. Wow, that, yeah. that's a hell of a movie. Yeah, that is crazy. It's like uh it's one of the few movies that I've noticed that is like split into three parts, like honestly within one movie and it's yep it's yeah it's crazy um i had the machinist on there not too long ago nice uh, yeah Another local I'm, guy yeah brad anderson I'm, boston guy i love christian bale too like really anything christian bales and he's honestly one of my few favorite actors um yeah he's he's great have, have you ever seen session nine i haven't seen that christian bale's that- not in not in that, but the guy that made the machinist made it. It's a is that a horror movie? Yeah, I, I actually talked about it with your mom. Um, yeah, I think it was I my rec- They they filmed it in an actual uh, mental hospital around here that you could go to for a while. It was all, you know, closed up, and you know, huh. if you were if you were so inclined, you could break in there and go wander around with a teenager. Um, <laughs> but they they were tearing it down in real life and shot a horror movie there about a group of people working in it and weird stuff starts happening and it's it's just as strange as the machinist if you like the machinist it's it's in that same vein very cool yeah i feel like i i feel like my mom might own that she she probably does because she said she's seen it yeah no i i don't know if i've actually ended up watching it but no that sounds very familiar it's it's a good movie if you like horror movies yeah i do i love horror movies but and psychological thrillers that's that's like another big thing for me um which uh yeah like i had uh it's not necessarily a psychological thriller but it's it's good it's uh primal fear primal yep. fear yeah that's good that's old something. edward edward norton yeah it's one of his first i think it may he be now what yeah um, that was a fantastic movie the yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was the one where he was uh he was playing like the simple guy that got like taken advantage of and the lawyer yeah oh yeah and then he's yeah. pulling a fast one on everybody yeah. yeah that movie that movie was that was him and Robert Redford no it's, not Robert Redford it's the um, guy from Beautiful Woman or I mean Pretty yeah, Woman. Pretty Woman yeah wow it's late so I I should I know this yeah right. we'll, we'll get there. there. <laughs> Uh, no man, so you you you've got some good choices there, man. I uh, I wasn't delving into um, to that stuff. Oh well, no, probably right around seventeen. That's when I like kind of opened up out of just action movies and comedies and horror movies. <laughs> yeah, I, no, like I love drama movies. That's honestly like anything that I watch nowadays that I'm like that was a really good movie. It's usually kind of a drama or. Some comedy movies. I mean, I I've had comedy movies in my picks, of course. Like, um, like my one of the best comedy movies ever is got to be. I mean, you know, there's old ones that are are very good, but I think Superbad is just yeah, absolutely you're, gold. You're talking to a huge Superbad fan. <laughs> I, I love that movie. Yeah, um, that and I I I really liked the follow up movie that guy made and. 
it wasn't as funny. Do you ever see Adventureland? Yeah, I love. I that loved movie. that movie, and like I saw it. They brought it to our college. So what the, what they would do is they'd get like you know the local film companies to show a movie early at like a college campus. So it's like, oh man, it's a movie from the guy that made Super Bad. And I remember being like the only person in my group of friends that loved Adventureland. Like, this is great. And they're like, that was stupid. And I'm like, no, this is awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. No, I love that movie. That's a great movie. Um, Ryan Reynolds playing a complete jerk. I know, dude. It's like, I don't know. It's a a good role for him. Like, it was him in like uh, waiting. That's another great, really good comic movie. Waiting, as as I put it, clerks, clerks in a restaurant. That's but but it works so well yeah it's really raunchy but it is good like i don't recommend it to a ton of people but it's good now waiting was really funny i love that whole walk around sequence where they're they're kind of breaking the fourth wall and talking to the camera and telling you how the place really works but as soon as they come out into the restaurant they're being happy and then they go back into the kitchen and you know they're they're making fun of the people and like doing horrible things to their food (laughs) it's like this is awesome it really opens your eyes because after that movie, really, I mean, there's a few different ones that really kind of showed you the the how it can be behind the scenes of a restaurant. But that really kind of, uh, I feel like, made people conscious of that, that your food can be fucked with. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, like, oh, no. Oh, no. I know. Especially when you're like, it's like a, you know, you see that and then you go, oh, man. Uh and especially when you're in like a Denny's, oh, like, oh God, what's <laughs> oh God, oh God, oh yeah, Denny's, Denny's is right. I don't know if we, we have, have those. Denny's here. We, we we had a Denny's we used to always go to after work, um, because they were open 24 hours, and they had like a table for us, um, like the Blockbuster table. We we kept it open for you oh. guys, so that. That actually is a cool segue because it brings me to my next bullet point. So do you guys, do any of the, the people that work together there hang out after work? Um, uh, well, that's funny because when I first started, I, so my brother Jeremy and Alex both worked, like I said, there at pretty much the same time because they're only a year apart. And me to Alex, who's my middle brother, is five years difference. So oh, there's wow. quite a gap. Yeah, there's quite a gap between us. Uh, but they're really close in age. So they went to school together and they hung out with the same friends and they worked at the same place together. So they, and that was around the same time corporate was like pretty much ending, but also they worked there during corporate. So um, they established pretty much the friend group at the time at the North store and at the fellow other blockbusters in Bend, which the North store is now the only store, you know, in the world. But, um, that, that was the North store at the time. And everybody there that that hung out was all friends and they hung out outside of work. And, um, I've, I hung out with them every once in a while, but I was really young. But when I started, yeah, when I started, I was 14 and, I worked with a few, like Jeremy, my oldest brother, trained me. Um, So he worked with a few of the people that were in that original friend group, but a lot of them were older and they moved on and they were in their like 30s and, you know, they were getting older. So they wanted to get something more serious. And at the time there was the corporate was ending. So it was becoming pretty much a dead end job. And um, 
Uh, I don't know. I pretty much hung out with some people back in the day. And then throughout the years, I've had different, you know, fellow co-workers where I've hung out with them. But we don't all get together much. But me and my manager, Dan, um, we were like pretty much assistant managers together <laughs> for the uh, last like year or so. And uh, I don't know, we hang out all the time. Like me and him are best buds. He's, he's I don't know, he's the yin to my yang, as we say. But um, That's awesome. Yeah, so no, what he's I'm, great. You know, not, not, not being <coughs> from the area and knowing what's around, you know, that you get kind of like the local haunts. Like these are the, you know, we had a ton of blockbusters around here, right? Because I, I live in an area that's pretty dense population wise. So, you know, we'd have blockbusters, you know, five miles away from each other. Right. But, uh, you know, we had, you know, near us, you know, there, like I said, there was a Denny's that we used to always go to. There was a, you know, a local, um, late run movie theater that would show movies after they were in the regular theaters. Mm-hmm. So we, they'd be cheaper and they played them late. So this place had 1 a.m. showings. So mm-hmm. we'd get out of Blockbuster at midnight, 1230, and all go to the movies. Or, at least, you know, a few of us anyway. And yeah. so is there like, you know, what, what do you guys have around there? Like, what's fun to do? Are there like, you know, arcades or Dave and Buster's or anything like that? Or what's, uh-uh. what's fun to do in Bend? Bend, that's funny because Bend really is like... There is not a ton to do other than hiking and I don't know sightseeing because that's what we've really got here. We've got yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we've got beautiful views and I don't know a lot of snowboarding and hiking and stuff. So during the nighttime, there's not a ton of stuff. Like downtown's got a few like nightclubs and I don't know. There's not a ton of arcade and stuff like that. Like there's a Sun Mountain Fun Center, but um, as far as that, there's no like water parks and cool stuff like that it's really just outdoorsy stuff that's why yeah. i think a lot of people are so outdoorsy here so um as far as that goes pretty much not a whole lot it's pretty dry <laughs> as far as the uh you know like entertaining yourself but movies for sure there's a movie theater there's like regal there used to be another one too that was enormous and it got no people that came to it and then the one that was smaller got all the business. It was, it made no sense, but yeah. Yeah. It was pretty much the location. Um, One of them was placed pretty much dead center downtown. And then the other one was on the outskirts of like the South side event. So Uh, I get you. So what about, um, you guys play a lot of video games or like Dungeons and Dragons, anything like that going on or, um, is, that, I've, is, that more, is that more my generation of nerds? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I play a lot of PS4. Um, nice. So, yeah, I don't know. I used to have an Xbox growing up and everything. I played pretty much everything from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 4 now. So um, growing up, my brother's, like my brother Alex, that's what he does with his life now. He um, He is like insanely educated in that kind of stuff. And it's awesome because... I mean, if you need to talk games or comics or just movies, anything like that, he is got it all. So it's yeah, it's been cool growing up. And Jeremy too, like he played so many like games growing up too. So it's always been like an influence thing in my life. And I've always loved playing games. So yeah, no, I still I still play games all the time. Oh, that's that. I got the same thing. You know, I was a middle child, but me and my brother were very close in age. 
Mm-hmm. He's only three years older than me. My sister didn't come along for another six years. So mm-hmm. all of my, basically everything I do okay, came from the influence of my brother. He, he was a consumer of media. He's, he's, he's a movie critic. It's what he does for work. And he, um, he got me started doing these podcasts um, with him. So the, the Chipman Brothers tangent that I do, if you ever listen to that, is me and my brother just kind of talking like you and I are talking right now. And, um, Very cool. you know, he, it's the same thing, right? Like, I, he got a Nintendo. So that's why I played Nintendo. He got a Super Nintendo. That's you know what I mean. So I've, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm you know I got like like the the um, scraps of his, but we kind of consumed it together. And he's the more educated one in it. I I couldn't even come close to him. But in my day job, I'm like the only movie guy, right? So everyone comes to me. Oh, you know what do I got to go and see? And it, it's just like yeah. being a blockbuster again. It's like, oh man, they they all want to know what I know. This is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I... so the, what um you know th- this is kind of a you know probably a a silly lob ball question, but you know you talked about a lot of favorites on there. Do you have a favorite movie? Um, my favorite or, movie. Or a couple? Well, I don't uh, know. You know. Yeah. No, I I, I feel you. Um. Yeah, no, like, uh, I'm trying to mix up the, the genres here, and uh, I, I do have just a ton of favorite drama movies, but um, uh, Superbad is up there, oh, yeah. but, yes, I like Step Brothers. Um, that's another great comedy movie that I love. Uh, Other Guys is another good one, and then I like Training Day, and uh have you ever seen california california yeah i i really like california and the funny thing is is that director like came right off the bat with california and then his movies got worse after that like he made swordfish it's like that's no that's and i don't know it's it's just not california california was so good yeah no, I, I, that's 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 crazy. Honestly, like I can I can kind of feel that. Like, there's some actors that do that that come out with like a great, you know, um, you know, uh, starting movie, and then they just kind of fall off pretty instantly. Right. That, exactly. That, that movie is so good that it's just like that's hard to imagine. Like, um, but no, California is up there for sure. And then uh, I really do like Fight Club because that's a, just a great psychological thriller. Um, yeah, that that that's one of my favorites. I absolutely love Fight Club. Yeah, no, that's that's right up there with my favorites. And then Alpha Dog. Yep. So what about um? Obviously, you know, when you were younger, your parents came home, or you, your mom came home with a lot of movies and stuff. But do you do you remember like one of the earliest movies you ever rented yourself? Like either as an employee or as a, you know, as a customer. Um, well, when I got my employee account, I, I'm trying to think like, because I would watch mostly just like new releases to try yep. to kind of help customers, like with. Oh yeah, that's 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 the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of stuff that was like really coming out like in 2014. That was, um, stuff that I could really remember, but. There's like a ton. Pretty much anything that came out in 2014, I was on it. 
But uh, I remember like the first two that I was really like had to see. Um, I remember I watched like Shutter Island. Oh was, yeah, yeah. Like because I I don't know I like Leonardo DiCaprio a lot, and I remember I wanted to see Wolf of Wall Street because I I hadn't seen that yet. And it was something that I remembered I had always really wanted to see, but I couldn't just get an account and rent on, like I could rent it on my mom's account. But um, <laughs> that, was, that was actually one that I do remember renting with one of my first rentals. And I'm trying to think, I don't know. There's a, there's a ton of movies that I was just eager that's to awesome. see that I couldn't. No, that's awesome. Have, have you gone back? How many times have you watched Shutter Island? Um, I've seen it probably like three or four times. Did you, I, I, I absolutely loved it. And the second time through, did you notice all the intentional, um, mistakes there are in continuity to let you know that he's just freaking nuts? Yeah. Like, no, like now that I've, I've drinking a glass of water and then they'll, cut the camera to a different angle and they'll lift his hand up to take a sip and there's no glasses in his hand you're just like what the I, that movie was amazing I loved that movie I didn't, I didn't catch that stuff that's awesome yeah that's, check that's it out again like I, it is the second time through I go he doesn't have a glass in his hand that's like, cool and in, and in the angle it, it's when um, it's when uh, either the se- I think it's the first time he's being interviewed by um, Mark Ruffalo and they're asking yeah. him about the disappearance of the girl and the camera keeps cutting to them both sitting facing each other. Mm-hmm. And every time it cuts back to DiCaprio, there's something different. Like they change something, like just to huh. like mess with you. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. And, and at first I saw it and was like, Oh man, they made a mistake. And I'm like, Oh no, this is intentional. Yeah. That's that's I, so funny. That's 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 really cool. Like that's the kind of stuff I love. That's the kind of stuff I love too. Like when you get to like see those little things and you're like, oh, like that's why I like horror movies so much. Because like I don't know, like I I love Paranormal Activity, like the first one. Me and too. Like that the first like, one actually too. Yeah, like I like seeing little things. Like you're like not supposed to see them, but like I don't know, you're supposed to really, but. Um, just little tiny things that it like move and you're like, oh, okay, what's going on here? And, uh, it just keeps you active in the film. So those are the kind right. of things like, but, uh, back to Shutter Island. Yeah, no, like Ben Kingsley's role in that is great. And, uh, I, that actually reminds me because one of the first few movies that I rented was, um, sub, sub, suspect zero. Because yep. uh, my mom was like telling me like there's a few movies that I really need to see because I was getting into like dramas and stuff. So um, Suspect Zero and then Taking Lives was another one yep. that I remember renting. Um, those two both were super good drama movies that I remember really liking, but it was something I rented early on. Cool, man. Um, so what else you've been there for a bit do you have a do you have a favorite customer like oh, someone that's in all yeah. the time that you just like know by name and yeah there's a few different ones um i don't know recently there's this lady that comes in her name is Jeanne, and she's real nice she's a sweetheart but 
she comes in and she pretty much has like I'd say not like I don't know exactly the my favorite movies, but it's pretty close. Like she knows exactly what movies I love because we have pretty much the same picks and the exact same favorite like actors and everything. So it's really cool and really easy to recommend her movies and vice versa. And then um, <laughs> there's a few customers that are like super cool, even, I don't know, just to talk to, not even about movies per se, but um, I don't know. There's like a, there's an older gentleman that comes in. His name is Randall. And I don't know, we've pretty much like, we've talked about hanging out a lot outside of work and everything and going like fishing and stuff. Cause he's like, I don't know, he's super cool. And we always talk about stuff we have in common and he's, he's really nice. And then, um, someone that actually doesn't come in anymore, which I wish he did is this guy that used to come in and he would, his name was Thomas, but he, um, referred to himself as rabbit because he actually had a radio talk show and it was called rabbit radio and it doesn't i don't know if it still goes anymore but i haven't seen him in forever but he uh yeah he called himself rabbit so i don't know he was he was really unique and he was really funny and i don't know when he came in he was just a character and yeah <laughs> he was he was a cool guy rabbit. that's awesome yeah it's always it, it that that's i think the thing big thing that i miss in you know what i do now i'm i'm an engineer I, you know i i love being an engineer i mean it's big adult job you know whatever but there's something about that being able to help people even if it's just as silly as recommending a movie to them because seeing mm-hmm. someone leave happy you know or come back and tell you that they enjoyed something and there's just something about that that's missing in in what i do now mm-hmm. you know and uh, i always think no. back on those on those frequent customers you had that you know would come in on uh on Tuesday morning because they knew the new movies were coming out and you know they'd they'd come in and they'd 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 spend the whole morning you know walking along the wall you know they'd say something like oh man you know um wow when I was in here yesterday you know there was a whole bunch of other stuff there how'd you ever make all that space for you know whatever movie it was you know and they were just very invested in what we were doing and didn't take it for granted you know Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's what it, it used to be more of like this, but, um, I mean, pretty much everybody that used to come in and now we just get a lot of like, you know, tourists and people just going in to buy merchandise and, um, but it used to be, and it still is a lot of this, but it's like everybody that comes in, you know, is going to be in, in a week from tomorrow to return their movie and they're going to probably rent more movies. So pretty much everybody you talk to you know you're going to be able to talk to again so it gives you like um a reason to kind of build a relationship with them and kind of get to know them because you know you're going to be getting to know them and seeing them quite often so um i don't know that kind of urges you to be nice to people also um right because you know they're going to come back so i don't know that's never really a problem yeah 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 that's it, it it's just a different thing and I'm, I'm i'm actually jealous you still get to do it like like i told your mom if i ever get out there um because i i think work my my company is going to have something out your way soon 
and I'd I'd like to hitch a ride with them out there and just come in and like yeah. hang out for like an afternoon and just put movies away. I don't care. It would it would just give me the most joy, and I don't know why. Side with us. Come on, get, come get a come get a one day one day side job. I bought a three hundred dollar plane ticket to go work at a blockbuster for free. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so so speaking of traveling a far distance, um, t- tell me about tell me about this whole scenario of you going to uh, going to uh, the UK. Oh uh, yeah, that 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 was crazy. Um, so yeah, just recently that happened, but. Yeah, I got to go to London because Blockbuster was going to have a, it's this radio company called Absolute Radio, but we were basically going to go and deliver, hand deliver a rental copy, just like as they were, if they were going to rent a copy of Point Break and, and they wanted to watch it at the Warner Brothers screening room in London. So basically I got to go to London, be on the talk show, and watch this movie with some really cool guys that uh, work at Absolute Radio. And yeah, that was, it was like a short trip, unfortunately, but it was a five-day trip. Um, Pretty much two or three of the days were just straight flying, so. Right. um, Only got to really hang out for two days. Yeah, it's crazy. It was long, but uh, it was way worth it, you know. I would have hopped right back on a plane straight back if I could have, but um no it was it was really cool because being on the actual radio show it it was nothing like i've ever experienced like i've done a ton of these news interviews and stuff and it's it's always an experience and it's super cool but being in like a whole you know um you know interview room and everything it was it was super neat so being able to just do that for pretty much a week and then being um able to go to the Warner Brothers place like that was a whole different experience. And then seeing London, I mean, London is a crazy town. It's or city, I should say. It's it's way too much to experience in two days, that's for sure. Um yeah, and I only I, got to spend the day there. So man, you you got more on me. <laughs> I feel I uh, I took advantage of it. I pretty much walked like I don't know, thirty miles or so yep. just in the a few days I had just to see. Did you, did you go to King's Cross, the train station, and see the uh, the Harry Potter thing they have there? Yeah, no, that's that, that, that was so cool. <laughs> I know it's it's insane. They have a humong- They have a few different things, like right in pretty much because where the interview was taking place was in Soho, so they have uh, like a different Harry Potter thing there um, in Soho, but. It, yeah, I saw a few different Harry Potter themed things. Um, yeah, I, I love London. It, it's cool. Um, you know, I don't know how when the area you're in was settled um, in, in Bend out there. But, you know, and we have, you know, all this Boston history. Right. You know, it's the, the oldest, you know, settlement in the nation, you know. And so yeah. but think about this stuff, you know, even like the pre revolutionary war stuff the history kind of goes back to the early 1600s and then it's nothing right yeah so to find like a building that was built in you know 1610 around here is an old thing yeah you know oxford university (laughs) 
in, <laughs> in, in London has been around since before the Aztec Empire. <laughs> I know, exactly. You're like walking around and you're just like, does that really say BC? And Isn't it like, nuts? Yeah. Like, I, I went to a town called Chester that's uh-huh. north of London, up in the Manchester area. That's an old, like, walled, barricaded city. So, like, it looks like something out of Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> from the outside, but then when you go in, you know, there's like a, you know, Burger King. And <laughs> it's so weird. I know. That's like, I know. That's something I noticed too. I was like, you'll be like right next to the parliament and like you'll look to the right and there's just McDonald's. And you're like, what? It's like built literally next door to these insanely ancient buildings. Yeah, London, London blew my mind. So that was the, the Dave Barry breakfast show you went on? Yeah, that was cool. Shouts out to those guys for sure. Those guys yeah, are really I've, cool. I've been watching the, the, the things that they were posting about yeah. you being there, and it seems like you guys had a blast. Yeah, um, it was super cool. And they're, they're a funny group of guys, and that was... They, they seem to have a good time, uh, you know, help helping you talking about you, you know, making your way to, to England and finding your way around. So did you have, um, were you kind of on your own or did you, did you have a contact there that kind of, um, helped you find your way around? Um, you say you like to travel, so I don't know. Yeah. Really um, is, but I, when I initially got there, someone was at the airport to pick me up. So I, uh, I got to the hotel with somebody else and then, getting to and from the hotel to uh, the station. Somebody was there with me, but other than that, I was on my own. So I pretty much, I I was, yeah, walking around and I had the hotel room, um, which I stayed at the Park Plaza, which is like, yeah, it was, it's right on the London Bridge. And that was insane. And I got like a super high balcony and I could just see out and, it was it was a crazy experience, but um. Anyways, I got to walk around because you work at a blockbuster. Exactly, I know, right? Like it all pays off so so much, and and even more because I don't know. Even before I got that trip, I was thinking, you know, this is it's an insane experience. Even just to say I worked there, like it's gonna be the craziest thing I could ever write down on my resume. Um. So. I don't know, to be able to do that, it was really neat. And then the experiences I had, you know, like I I spent most of the time going around because I was really thinking it would just be such an insane thing to to like, I don't know, I took like two and a half thousand pictures on my camera. Yep. And like 200 of them were for Blockbuster. So I was going around just sticker slapping all kinds of things and just placing um, my hat and different pieces of merchandise, you know, on, on objects and, and taking pictures with it and stuff. And I wasn't doing anything, you know, illegal. I wasn't, I don't know, um, trying to do any like uh, vandalizing or anything, but I don't know. I was having fun with it and taking tons of pictures for Blockbuster. So I got some pretty cool pictures and I don't know, I was super excited with it. But one of the times I was uh, placing a sticker and I thought some cops were going to arrest me for doing it. And I was like, what the heck? But they came up and they were actually fans and they wanted to, you know, take a picture with the Blockbuster sticker because they knew what it was about. 
and they knew that it was the last blockbuster. So that was that was super funny and super cool. Yeah, I'm actually looking at some of them right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, guys, they're cool. The two guys pointing at the sticker on the uh, on the little uh, what is that like a? I don't even know what that is. Like a bumper or something on the side of the road. Oh. oh yeah, that's like it's like a divider for people to walk through. Yep, I see that. That's awesome. Hey, this yeah. is the part of the podcast where we talk about things people can't see in an audio podcast. Right. Um, go to the Blockbuster Ben Instagram and see all these cool pictures Ryan's talking about. Yeah, oh, this they, is real, it was a cool experience. Oh, that's that's awesome. I I mean, ha- having been there, I I like being able to talk to you about there because you had the same experience as me. I. I went to London with work. I only got to spend a day there and it was so overwhelming and so cool to be somewhere so big and so old, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, and it is it, just really interesting. And, and like you said, you get to go there cause of blockbuster and that's nuts. Um, so, uh, right. taking us back, um, you know, to, to the United States. Uh, so <laughs> like, I've, no, like I've told you and told your mom, you know, I, I'm, and I'm not ending this yet. I just, I, I'm mm-hmm. segueing into the next thing. I'm honored um, that you guys are giving me time because I know you've got, you're really busy, right? You've got to run a store. You've got to deal with all the tourists and the people breaking down your door that want to see you guys now. And you have mm-hmm. to deal with legitimate <clears throat> news people. Um, so giving a little guy like me time to kind of ride along with you on this, it, it makes me really happy um well i mean it's honestly it's an honor because i mean you're really passionate about it and i don't know it's it's cool to talk to people that are you know big fans and you're a nice guy so oh dude i appreciate it and and, and so i was going to say you know i i want to try to be a portal for hopefully this helps get you guys you know some advertisement for the merch you know like you're trying to do with the instagram hopefully it gets me some some more people following me but uh with that what i'm since I talked to your mom, which was about a month ago, what uh, what do you guys got going on at the store um, outside of, you know, normal things? Is there anything cool coming up that you want to tell people about? Or is there, even if it's a local thing to bend, right? You know, like, oh, we're doing a, you know, free rental night or, you know, whatever it is. What's what's happening with you guys? Um, right now, I mean, we got some new stuff coming up with, like, um, we got, like, the monthly Ben comedy thing is actually happening tomorrow night. So oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. Are you um, guys then, are you guys film filming that by any chance? Um I don't think we will be tonight. We do film it usually um they film it, but if you wanted to see it, it's on um bencomedy.com. They well, there you go. I'll, I'll definitely be checking that out. And and they yeah. do it in the store? Yeah, they they do like a live feed, I think of the whole thing. So and then they have pretty much the whole comedy section to themselves so yeah they they set up a whole thing it's pretty cool but it's like one of the only like stand-up comedy shows you'll see with the lights on so it's yep. it's pretty funny and then there's like people renting in the back because it actually is during store hours so that's pretty cool yeah um, that's 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 awesome that's something um if i ever do come out there even if i do like 10 minutes i'd like to do an episode of this in the store that that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be like unique. So, 
Um, and then the following night, there's the same group. Ben Comedy does like a, um, it's like a movie trivia type night. So that's that's fun. And they do it in the store. Yeah, everybody gets. It's like a free to enter, and then you get to win prizes too. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then um, our local mountain that everybody goes to to ski and snowboard is doing like a um uh like camp out slash movie night for anybody to come and like go and stay the night basically in the main lodge they have there and then they get a huge projector and they're gonna have a few movies that we're gonna loan to them to show at the thing and it's gonna be like our donation basically to them and it's gonna be like a blockbuster slash mount bachelor um movie night type thing so that's gonna be pretty cool yeah that's that's exactly what i'm talking about yeah um you know and i and i told your mom that's kind of what i wanted to do this you know every every month or so to have you or your mom or someone else from the store back on and kind of keep talking about the store and give you guys a chance to talk about how you're doing to let let the world know hey you know we're still doing really well and we're doing all this cool stuff and you know however long you're around um i hope to I hope to still be able to have you guys on. So, <laughs> yeah. no, I want to be on this thing for more than more cool. than just this. So, so here's yeah. a dumb question, a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Have you ever watched a movie on VHS, Ryan? I have. Yeah, <laughs> that's not I just, a dumb don't, I just don't know anymore. I, yeah, I, you know? I, I feel you. I feel you. Um, that's cool. What about I, LaserDisc? I have never seen a laser disc. That's something I want to do. I want to see that and uh, the uh, what? What's that other? Uh, the one before VHS for the B. Betamax. Betamax. Yeah, yeah, Beta. Betamax. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> you should. You should try to. Find it. Um, <laughs> my parents. It was really funny. We we were away on vacation and someone broke into our house when we came back and, you know, obviously my parents were devastated and they go away there, kids we're going to call the police and they go in the house and they took nothing but our Betamax player. Oh and my, my dad God. was like, and my dad was like, ah, so, so nothing was lost. <laughs> I always that's, thought that was really funny. Cause that's <laughs> like, a, that's such a good story, dude. That's crazy. He's like, um, eh. Yeah, they did us a. Exactly. I was thinking about upgrading that damn thing anyway. Whatever. Um, it's funny though that they stole nothing else. It, it's really weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so the cool thing about Laserdisc, it it's funny how technology works, right? Like Laserdisc was ahead of its time, and everything when you could get on DVDs when DVDs first came out, if it was a movie that had existed when Laserdisc was around, they were literally just putting the Laserdisc onto a DVD. Because laser discs would have things like audio commentaries and special features and behind the scenes, and VHS tapes didn't have that stuff. So it was like yeah. it went backwards, yeah, you know, to the format that everybody loved before they could catch up. Because the thing with laser discs is they were the size of records, so they were, and they were really easy to scratch and break, you know. So that they were, yeah. it, it was just it wasn't it wasn't going to work out, you know. No. But I know a yeah. lot of people had them swore by him you know um mm -hmm. so that, that's kind of wild um so let's see oh, that's uh, so oh, 
so, so, here, so here's a cool thing. So you were, you were talking about your videography and your, your photos and stuff. And I watched um, the music video you did that your mom shared. Oh, um, yeah. And so tell, tell me a little bit about that. Is, is that, um, is, were those people you knew, like your friends? Or uh, is that just like a freelance gig you got? And you like, g- give me a little bit of info on that. So, um, yeah. I know I, I I'm really happy you actually asked about that um, because yeah that's something that I love doing I actually that particular video so I've done I think four videos with those guys and um, those are my two best friends but um, I started out doing this because we all started out with like a group of guys and we were doing like one guy doing music videos one guy produces the music the other guy like gets shows and everything and it was like a a gig like a band basically um so that's what started me with the whole video side of this and after that i just picked up and ran with it so i've done plenty of stuff with other guys like that have hired me to do um i've done videos for like a bend heating and cooling place um (laughs) yeah that was pretty cool i did like a little uh video for them for their store and then like a video for uh one of their parties they did they hired me to do videos for like a white trash party they did it was kind of funny um yeah they like all dressed up all funny and stuff and they had a whole big party with uh like um like a gravy fountain machine it was it was crazy but um yeah like i've done i've done some cool stuff like i i got to travel to um hawaii because of it um i got to do a music video for some someone in hawaii that i haven't yet put out yet um that one's going to be released here pretty soon so that was really cool i got a paid trip to hawaii and um wow i didn't yeah i paid a dime like pretty much the whole time that i was there and and then uh i've I've done plenty of videos in arizona like i've had a couple people fly me out to arizona and do some videos for them and uh i'm doing something in san diego for like a wedding uh it's like a a wedding shoot slash rehearsal and video and then that's in like a month from now so uh, i'm getting a paid trip to san diego here pretty soon and then yeah no it's that's what i love about it the most is it like because i love to travel so much and take pictures when i travel and then the video aspect of it is just so much more technical which i love and it it has so much more to offer and then you get to travel so much with it and it gets to take you places to film people and music videos because i love hip-hop hip-hop music and um music videos are huge right now so to be able to make something well done one i mean both from the song i mean that's your friends doing all the recording and everything the song was good the mix for the video you know that that's hard to do. I've done that before, so it was very well done. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, no, that that's something that I worked on it for like a month, I think. But um, yeah, no, I have I have stuff that I'm like like that video. I'm really proud of, but um, more stuff that I'm like really really excited to release because I don't know. I, I work pretty hard on the music videos and stuff, and they're they're super hard to make, but it's so much fun that it doesn't even seem like work at all. It's right. it's pure just just like fun. So, do you um these other 
you know, gigs that you've been traveling around for? Is it just, is it people that you know that spread the word or did they find you through your YouTube channel? Um, yeah, so the, it's mostly word of mouth. Like I haven't really had like, well, actually, um, one person has found me through Instagram and I've been working with him and he lives in Florida and he is going to have me go do some videos in Florida here pretty soon. So that guy, um, found me through Instagram and all that stuff. So that, that worked out pretty well. And then most of the other stuff is just word of mouth. Cool. That's awesome. So yeah, it's yeah, no, you're, I, you're, you're other side of, of, of something I'm passionate about. So, cause I now and in, in where I am, I do a lot of weddings. That's kind of what I end up doing. <clears throat> and I like doing that. Actually. I like, I like seeing the look on people's faces when they go, you know, Hey, I wasn't thinking of doing this. And the big companies that do, you know, photos for weddings charge so much. So it's like, I tell them, you pay me what you think, what you think I deserve, you know, cause it's usually someone I know. Right. So yeah. after you see it, just pay me what you think I deserve, whatever. And they go, you know, I never thought, I only thought about, you know, the photos. I never thought about how important it was to have video, but you know, you don't know how much longer you're going to have a grandparent around, you know, and having yeah. that, that yeah. footage of, you know, people love it. And it, I, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoy being able to do that for people. I, I think, and it comes, my, my dad, my dad filmed everything. I, I have, you know, 18 years of every birthday and Christmas, and, you know, whatever, just videos. And my mom got it all digitized. So I, I, I find that stuff very important. Yeah. Um, it's now like we, you have such better access to it now. Yeah. You know, it's such an important part of, um, I mean, it being able to experience life without it. Like I, I, as of now, because I run the Instagram for Blockbuster and stuff, I'm a lot more active on my phone. But um, before like a month or two from now, I, I had like, I don't know, 30 minutes screen time on my phone a week because I love just experiencing life just as it is without being sucked into recording everything. And I don't know when I went to like Hawaii and stuff like that's what I did the whole time. I I took videos the whole time and it it really kind of sometimes it sucks being able to have like a camera in front of you the whole time. But honestly, like. I don't know. Being able to do it both is so awesome. And it's such an important part of life, being able to like record it and keep it and being humans, like we're so, you know, advanced technologically and stuff, but that's such a great aspect of it. Like being able to record everything and have it and oh like, yeah. And like it's so easy now. But well, um, and you know, even before it was easy, I me and my friends made a zombie movie in 2004 right and we spent the whole summer doing we we were we we got together every wednesday it was a pretty big production we spent the whole day everyone took it off from work and so for a whole summer we just recorded every wednesday and at the time you know you didn't think much of it but one of the people that was just a friend of the person doing our makeup effects filmed everything we were doing we didn't know I mean, we thought we didn't want him to, but like, oh yeah, this guy's filming it. And at the end of it, he gave me all the footage. And so we have, you know, hours and hours and hours of behind the scene footage of, you know, a year from then, does it really matter? No, you know, that was just last summer, whatever I remember it. Yeah. Looking on it now, it's like, I like it more than the movie. 
and I love the movie, but I like looking back at, oh man, look at, he's, he's watching us film the scene and he filmed all the takes we had to do to get this done. And I, it, it's such a, I cherish that, you know, and the fact that we can record everything now, you know, you don't cherish it as much, but when yeah. you really get that, that really great memory for somebody, it it's kind of the no, same, it's kind of the same thing as, you know, these silly video stores, right? It's that, it's that, that memory, that something you can hold on to. No, um, I agree. So, That's uh, still, yeah. Reminds me a so, lot of super eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, dude, when I, when I saw the movie they ended up making at the end of Super 8, I was like, it's like our movie. This is awesome. <laughs> I, I love Super 8. Super 8's a lot of fun. J.J. Um, Abrams and Steven Spielberg, man, they're great. Can't beat it. And in fact, yeah, oh, man, I uh, I would love to meet Steven Spielberg. That's a, that's a different podcast. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I actually have one coming out. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do a plug for it. Um, I was on a show these guys who call themselves the geeks with shields podcast and um they're they've become constant collaborators we we kind of go back and forth with each other now and you'd you'd have a blast talking to them they're they're a lot of fun and we were having a twitter conversation one day about um steven spielberg movies and how our tastes in which ones we liked were so different and so he said oh man we got to do an episode of a podcast we'll call it the spielberg smackdown and we just recorded it and it went on for so long. I think we went on for two hours and only got it down to like six movies. And the idea is to end up with one. Like mm -hmm. if, if Spielberg only had one movie that ever existed, what would it be? And so we're going to record more to get it down to one. It was so much fun because we were trash talking and going back and forth. and It was just a blast. And uh, you just sorry for the segue there, but you made me oh, think about dude, it. So, that's, so, that's so awesome. Steven Spielberg so, is definitely one of my favorite directors. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I can't I can't wait to see um what else he's got coming cuz apparently they're doing another Indiana Jones. Uh it makes me happy but scared all at the same time. But no. uh, <laughs> uh so before I, I cuz it it's been over an hour and this has been awesome, but I'll do my little wrap up thing that I do that I think's a lot of fun and you'll enjoy it, but do you have anything else you want to share before I do that? Like anything that you want to tell people about you have a forum to talk to people so um yeah. what else is going uh, on well i actually i haven't actually had a opportunity to really thank everybody that you know works with me and has been able to because you know like with this videography thing um blockbuster is so amazing because i'm able to take time off to go off and film for you know, a week at a time in these really exotic places. And it's because I have like my mom and Dan and just the rest of everybody on the staff that is so like amazing to me and is able to really like help out and cover my shifts and be so accepting of it. So I haven't really had an opportunity to really thank everybody enough because I don't know, it's really just made it all work out, made the experience that much better. So it's really just like a huge. I don't know, thank you to them. And also, like, being able to be on talk shows like this and be able to really get my voice even heard, like, that's incredible also. So I want to thank you a lot for being able to have me on this show. And a huge thanks to everybody, you know, that's listening and everybody that 
has had me on shows before. So it's all such a great experience. So just a big thank you. That's awesome, dude. Class act right there. That's that's cool. Um, yeah, dude, it's wild to put these things up there and think, you know, um, I, I was looking at my download feed the other day and I have 65,000 downloads for the two years I've been doing this. And it's like, that's 65,000 people that are hearing me talk. Mm-hmm. Weird. It's incredible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't really so think of that. Right. You know, and now, yeah. and now it's out there forever. Right. It's not, it's not like, you know, I was on the nightly news tonight, you know, yeah. for like your 10 minutes of fame and then it's gone. It's like, no, the, People are going to be able to search this forever. That's mm-hmm. weird. No, it's, <laughs> but no, it's dude, cool. Man. I, I think I think that's awesome. I th- I think it at whatever age, you know, at thirty five, at eighteen, you know, the, the fact that you're getting to to go along on this journey, and like you said, that they're also giving you the ability to chase your passions, mm-hmm. right? That how what what more could you want from a what from a, I'll quote say a first job, but what what more could you want from your your current job, right? For it. To be something you enjoy so much. Yeah, there's, there's be, nothing better. To be such an important thing currently in like the culture of the world, right? Um, mm-hmm. it's it's the, the last thing. <laughs> you know, that's dude to hell, Blockbuster was in Captain Marvel, right? How cool I is know, that? For real. <laughs> that dude, that's funny because like when that trailer came out, there was a spike in business. Like I swear, it's so funny. Like of people course. were like, Blockbuster? Yeah. It's it just everything, you know, that's yeah, it's when that, it's when crazy. That, when that trailer came out, my my Twitter went nuts like the night. Chris, have you seen the trailer? That thing you talk about all the time is in a movie. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, also, the uh, the, the blockbuster um, hoodie, this the, the hooded sweatshirt I got from you guys. Mm-hmm. I wore it to um, PAX East and every three feet. Oh man, that sweatshirt's awesome. You you either get a wow, is that from the last blockbuster or wow, where'd you get that sweatshirt from? They haven't been around for ten years. You yeah, know? it's so the way it was a good conversation starter, right? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's exactly how it was in London too. Um that's people awesome. yeah, people I mean not everybody because like everybody's go, go, go in London, so not everybody would stop you and ask you, but I could just hear pretty much everybody I'd walk past just say something like I would just hear blockbuster and I'd just be like, Yep. 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 Nice. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so here we get to, I, I do this kind of silly thing at the end of the show um, where I, I usually say we're, we're going to, we're going to pretend we're in a blockbuster. We don't have to pretend because you work in one. So you're, you're, <laughs> at, you're, you're at blockbuster bend and I'm there somehow, even though I, you know, live a thousand miles away, uh, whatever. Um, and I've walked up and I'm renting a movie. So I've decided I'm going to rent a cure for wellness. Have you ever heard of a cure for wellness? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? Okay, that movie's bonkers. That's why I, <laughs> I always like to bring it up just to see if anyone's seen it. Because if you haven't seen it, that's one hell of a trip of a movie. It, it kind of reminds me of Shutter yes, Island. Is. Which is where I... Yeah, so, so, I'm, so I'm a customer. I came up with a cure for wellness. And, you know, I have a, I have a you know, free favorite rental to go along with it or whatever. So what are you going to recommend I rent with it? Hmm. Um. Well, since how you are clearly in the mood for a drama fantasy movie, um, 
Let's see. Um, actually, no. I'm gonna get you something dark. Have you seen Mean Creek? Oh Jesus! <laughs> but I'll watch it again. What a double feature that would be! Whoa, dude! <laughs> you don't screw around. <laughs> now, would you ever actually recommend Mean Creek to someone in your store? I'd like to be there to see it. <laughs> uh, I feel like I have recommended that to a few people. It's a great movie. I've been but like, it is not so. so. Yeah, no, just be like, so I see you're renting the Drake and Josh movie. Would you like to see Josh in Meme Creek? <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. That's exactly oh, that's how terrible. it goes. That's terrible. <laughs> I... Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so, so, now, so now what are you going to rent? You're going to come up with something, and uh, we'll reverse the roles, and I'm going to be the, uh, the employee. Let's see if I can uh, try to do this. <laughs> um, tonight, I'm walking up with uh, uh, 310 to Yuma. Oh, man. Oh, I love <laughs> that. Movie. that uh, so did, did you know that's the guy that made Logan? Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's funny because that, Logan is such a great movie. Oh, I love Logan. Um, Me oh, as well. So, and I'm not recommending Logan, even though that would have been a good segue. <laughs> you're, so you're going to come up with 310 to Yuma, then I'm going to... I'm going to recommend... I'm going to recommend... You know, I'm forgetting the name of the movie right now, man. <laughs> um, who's, so, the in, who's in it? Oh, no, no. I, so there's... So I was going to say I could recommend the remake of True Grit by the Coen brothers because that's the first thing that popped into my mind and I loved it. But mm-hmm. 310 to Yuma is a bit more on the it's approaching dark territory, even though it's still a Western. So I'm forgetting the name, but uh, Sam Raimi made a Western with Leonardo DiCaprio and um, uh, man, Gene Hack. And, um, oh, it was awesome. And I can't remember the name of it right now. And I'm going to look it up while we're talking. <laughs> I can't think of any Western with uh, Leonardo than it does Django. Have you not seen this? Oh, man. I'm, so you have to see this movie if you haven't seen it. Is it um, the quick, Django? It's called, no, it's The Quick and the Dead. Oh, I, okay. Have you seen this? No. So this movie has... It has one of the biggest visual cool things they do that would never actually happen in real life. Actually, it probably could because the bullet might cauterize the wound. But someone gets shot in a standoff and the camera tilts across them and a beam of sunlight pierces through the gunshot. And it's like the coolest damn shot. I love this movie. Um, So this cast... Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tobin Bell, Jigsaw, um, Lance Hendrickson, Gary Sinise. This movie's awesome. And if, yeah. if you're going to pretend to Yuma, you've got to re- watch The Quick and the Dead. No, that, yeah, I'm going to actually, I'm going to watch that. I, I, I am into some Westerns. Um, like you it's said, like, mostly like, like drama. You'd you'd love the quick and the dead. Yeah, nah, that sounds good. I mean, that's a good recommendation. 
And if you, for some reason, don't have that to rent, maybe Tombstone. Tombstone is a great movie. My dad loves that. He has so many plaques of it. Tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. <laughs> Perfect. That's an awesome movie. So, uh, um, yeah. yes, that, that's just a funny little thing. I, you know, it's more fun. Actually, no, it was actually a lot of fun to do it with you, but I like stumping the people that haven't worked there in a while going, okay, are you rusty or can you still do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our thing was, we used, I don't know. You guys don't have the old white slip sleeves anymore, right? You just have the actual movie cover. Yeah. So on the old white slip sleeves, corporate used to recommend movies. They used oh, to decide cool. You should recommend so we'd read it off the back. And it's like, I'm not doing that because it's just telling yeah. them, you know, oh, if you like, uh, you know, um, American Beauty, you'd also like uh, Michael Bay's Transformers films. It's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you guys trying to do right now? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not... That's insane. So, um, you, you know, uh, <laughs> before... Before fully ending this, what um since I have no idea what's going on in the video rental industry anymore, aside from going over to a red box. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh <laughs> what what's the what's what's the newest the newest titles you guys have out? Uh this week we got a few great movies actually. Um we got The Meal, uh Clint Eastwood directed yep. and written by. Um then we also got Bumblebee, which I didn't actually get to see outside of the store. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that when the rental period is not oh, a release. I haven't seen it yet, but you, you, have you ever seen any of the Leica movies? Like uh, Paranorman or Coraline or um, Box yeah. Troll? So the guy, yeah. the, the one of the heads of Leica who directed um, Kubo and the Two Strings directed Bumblebee. Oh, nice. It was like a contract job. Like, yeah, um, you have to make this. And apparently he did a great job. Like, that's all anyone yeah. keeps saying. So. Yeah, no, I heard it's really, really good. So, so what uh, else? What else? Uh, then we also got uh, the man who killed Bigfoot and then, or no, the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. That, that actually just got recommended to me by somebody. Yeah. I, I got to check that out. It's, it's really good. I don't want to ruin anything. Um, it. It's good all the way through to the end, and honestly, I don't know. It's a really out there movie for sure. But uh, Sam, not Sam, uh, Sam Elliott, kind of he kills it in every role. So I don't know. He's good in everything. But, but then also we got uh, Rust Creek, which was the other other one that we got. And that's 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 all the new releases. Or the big sure. ones, at least. And so, for example, Bumblebee, how many copies of it do you have to rent, roughly? Um, I think we got, like, 60. Wow. Yeah, I, not, It's awesome. Not that many, honestly, for a big movie. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We may have gotten more. We were, like, 70. But um, for, like, one that we just got, like, Aquaman last week, we, I think we got, like, 90 copies or something like that. Now, did you do you get enough people in to sell out Aquaman? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's awesome. That makes me so happy. <laughs> oh yeah, no, dude. There be like today, for instance, like um, the Mule, uh, the Man Who Killed Hitler, and then Bigfoot and Bumblebee 
were all gone off the shelves and people had pretty much every other customer was coming up asking us to check the Dropbox for, you know, if one come in. And that's, that's almost, I mean, every week, really, there's going to be one. I mean, it depends on what's coming out too, because if, if nothing good is really like coming out, then people won't, you know, raid the shelves for them. But um, if it's a good release, then people are going to be like hovering the Dropbox for it. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I mean, your 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 mom said you guys were still busy, but I I don't in my mind I wasn't picturing ninety copies of a movie busy. That's that's awesome. Oh yeah, and that's I mean we get more sometimes. Like if it's like like when Avengers Endgame comes out, we're gonna probably get close to I'd say a hundred, maybe even hundred fifty like copies of that. You're just gonna um, have and to it'll be gone. Set of shelves just for Endgame. <laughs> Yeah, like two. Like, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And then they're going to be gone, like, completely. Um, like, Infinity War is one that still, like, will get close to checked out. And it's been a full year. So it's, yeah. That's awesome. I just got my Endgame tickets. Oh, um, really? Yeah, because they it crashed the internet. Um, so yeah, I went... I- they went on sale at 9 a.m. and I logged in and I got put in the queue. So it's like, you have over an hour wait. And I'm like, I'll just let this run while I'm working. And then I'm like, you know what? What what the hell is wrong with me? I, I'm on the Internet. You know, I, I here I am talking up, you know, the way the world used to be where, you know, you deal with people face to face. And here I am doing it on the Internet. So my wife um, was uh, at a place near the mall where the AMC theater is. And I called her up and I said, you know, why am I buying these tickets online? Could you just go in the theater? She goes, oh, yeah. And went right in. There was nobody there. and Just walked right up and bought tickets. Yeah, that's insane. People are reselling their tickets right now online. Like, someone had, someone it's crazy. Had tickets on silver, 10 grand. I, know. I, get it's, I get it's a big deal. I mean, I, I really want to see it. Um, yeah. If I'm lucky, I'll I'll see it before it comes out because my brother has a tendency to get me into screenings of stuff like that, <laughs> which is always fun. That's insane. Yeah, that's so cool. But yeah, dude, I've I've kept you for a long time, and it's it's after one in the morning for me. <laughs> um, so uh, like I said, you I, I gave you a chance to plug anything else you wanted to plug, and I I dude, thank you. Uh, I mean, the the honor is all mine having you on. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, because yeah, I know, I know, I know a lot of people asking you guys for your time and, um, all I can tell them is that, you know, you can get an hour and a half of me talking to you guys instead of the five or 10 minutes they get off of, you know, uh, CNN or anywhere yeah. else. I, I got, I got a one up on them in one way. <laughs> that's, that's about yeah, it. That's true. Um, no, but, uh, like, I, I would... what was that? I was gonna say we don't we don't get to talk to those guys like we get to talk to you too. So you know that's very cool. Yeah, I, I like it. I like reminiscing with people that are currently living this. So, uh, um, again, I'm definitely gonna have you back on. Um, and uh, you know, yeah. So I'll just I'll I'll take us out here. So that was that was Ryan Harding from the last blockbuster on the planet. Congratulations, Ryan, for uh, you know you guys actually achieving that. Right, it's official now. Um, mm-hmm. the Australia finally closed. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. last week. They gave me a phone call, actually, and yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So, uh, you yeah. know, now now I get to the point where I I like to talk about other you know shows that I've been affiliated with. So, 
you know, um, and Ryan, you, you can check these guys out too, if you want, but everybody listening, um, you know, if, if you enjoy me, if you enjoy this show, um, Oh, Ryan, uh, you know, make sure you check out Ryan's Instagram and YouTube to tell, tell them what those are. Oh yeah. Um, you can find me at, it's pretty simple. It's Apollo uh, does not follow and there's no caps, no spaces. And that's for the Instagram and the YouTube. Awesome. And there's great stuff on the YouTube. I've already checked out a little of it. So that's Thank something you. you guys should be checking out. Um, you should check. Yeah, of course, dude, it's good. You should check out uh, the Geeks with Shields podcast. We'll also do Geeks Who Haunt, which is a horror-themed version of their podcast. I've been on an episode of the horror-themed one that uh, is coming out very soon. It's already available to patrons. So if you want to go and give them some patronage, a dollar um, gets you early access to an episode with me. So go check them out. Um, I've also been on the Pumpkin Copter cast with my friend Tyler. That's Gorman 83 on Twitter. Um, he runs his show on YouTube. It's a video game themed podcast. Um, you should also check out the Big Brown Chair. It's a movie review website run by librarians. Um, one of them is my friend Peter from college. Um, I've also written a review for them and hope to write some reviews in the future as well. Um, I, on this episode in particular, strongly recommend you check out Matt Crowley. That's at Matt J. Crowley on Twitter. Um, he does a show called So Much for Pathos under uh, the um, YouTube channel, The House That Jack Built. Um, he's currently running a GoFundMe because his solitary Apple laptop that he's been using to do all of his shows is starting to die, and he's afraid he's not going to be able to bring you shows anymore. So he has a GoFundMe running to help replace his laptop. I've contributed to it, and you should too. Um, also, uh, and, uh, this could be just as much of news to Ryan as everybody else. If you've never heard of Scarecrow Video, um, they're a large video store in Seattle, Washington. Um, I've just recently been uh, appointed towards them. I'm going to have one of the guys from their place on the show at some point soon. But they are now the National Archive for Physical Media. Um, so they have 130,000 plus VHS, Laserdisc, DVD, and Blu-ray titles um, that are under you know tight control. And you can go there as a video store and become a member and rent. They do a lot of community events. Um, they host a lot of, you know, like kids' nights to screen movies at the store. I believe they stream a lot of what they have to people who aren't local. Um, so it's a cool place. You should check them out, um, especially if you're a fan of Blockbuster. Um, I can be found at patreon.com slash the Chippa. Um, I'm also on Stitcher now which um, is a new thing. Um, the site that I use to put my podcasts up puts me in a bunch of places, but they weren't on Stitcher, and I guess a lot of people like Stitcher. So uh, I had to click a button and wait, go through a waiting process because I guess Stitcher likes to screen their people, and they approved my show, so it's on Stitcher now. Um, I run the Chipman Brothers Tangent with my brother, Movie Bob. I run Creating Geeks podcast, which is a parenting podcast about sharing geeky things from your childhood. I do that with my wife. I run Shooting the Shit with Chippa, which is very similar to this, but about random topics and not so focused like the Talkbuster podcast is. And I also run the Talkbuster podcast, which you're listening to now. Um, if uh, you're wondering about all the stuff that Ryan was talking about, they have for sale, you can check out his Instagram. That's the Blockbuster Bend Instagram. Um, you can also check out my special edition episode two, which is an unboxing video 
for all of the cool stuff that I bought from Blockbuster Bend. And if you're going to buy some of that stuff, um, Sandy and Ryan have set up a Gmail account, blockbusterbend at gmail.com. Please submit all your requests there. Don't call the store. They're an operating store. Store phone calls should be for store business. Use the email account to set up all transactions to buy this stuff. Um, and also, once my Patreon hits $300 a month, I'm giving away 20 Blockbuster Bend stickers to my random patrons. So get up all on that. And uh, so with that, thank you, Ryan, for being here. If you're still thank there. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, That's thank her. you so much. That was a very, very generous and very well done uh, outro. So uh, thank you so much. I couldn't have said it better myself. And if you will, I would like you to send me a link to all of those, you know, uh, talk shows that you had mentioned. And I would like to say also to the listeners that I had watched the unboxing video myself and I think it is definitely worth a watch. So definitely head over there and watch that. And then also we are doing a giveaway on the Blockbuster Instagram. Um, once we hit 10,000 followers, it's quite a bit. So we might lower that actually. I'm thinking about it, but um, we're going to be doing a giveaway for $80 worth of store merch. So we will be choosing that, but it'll include um, everything you can see pretty much on there. Uh, basically it's a summer giveaway. So we're going to have sunglasses coming out too soon. Uh, a little bit of a snippet announcement for that. So uh, Blockbuster sunglasses, hoodie, or not a hoodie, sorry, a t-shirt, uh, cups, magnets, stickers, and also some movies too. So, you know, get on that too. So we're going to be giving that away. So um, yeah, no, like you said, uh, go check all that stuff out and uh, check out Chris as well and everybody that he mentioned. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you all that stuff as soon as we get off this. Th thank you so much, Ryan, and everybody else. Thank you for making it a Talkbuster night or day or whenever you're listening. And please be kind, rewind. Have a good night.